Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast, hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning. This podcast is dedicated to strength and conditioning, CrossFit, nutrition, weightlifting, powerlifting, health, and helping you to become better than yesterday. If you like our show, head over to the iTunes store and give us a five-star rating. Hey guys, I got a question from uh, someone from our 12-week challenge. I'll try not to use names, I'll just read out the email. So uh, it goes, Hi Paul, thought it'd be a good idea to touch base as your email suggests we're about halfway through the 12-week challenge and I guess my only concern is that I haven't lost any weight. In fact, the scale has gone up a bit like we had talked about a few weeks ago. I'll start off by saying that I know I haven't been super strict with my diet. Uh, we did go away on a trip for a 30th birthday and I did eat till my heart's content. I do like to have some snacks and enjoy life but I don't think I do to the excessive point. So I won't deny that I've been a bit indulgent. Maybe my portion sizes need some adjusting. I try to prepare all my meals at home so we don't eat out often but I'd say we do go out to eat maybe once a week or so. I feel like I eat healthier than the average person my age, uh, so I'm confused why I can't lose some weight, never mind gaining weight. I don't think I should have to eat like a pigeon either. Um, I think it'd be naive to say it's all muscle mass from CrossFit or from water retention. I also don't think my body composition has changed much. I know the scale is one form of measurement, but my clothes are a little tight and I just feel uncomfortable. I have been hitting the 6 a.m. classes so that regardless of what I'm doing in the evening, Jets games, um, I know I can still get my workout in. So far, I think I've been doing pretty well with that aspect. It does help that um, my partner comes with me. I find it's harder to motivate myself to go on my own. I'm loving the workouts. I've been feeling great. I hope with nicer weather, I can get out even more to do some walking and biking, but I sit all day at work. When I calculated my BMR a few weeks ago, it came out to one, uh, 1,489 with moderate exercise three to five times per week. It was 2,308 calories needed to maintain my current weight. My Fitbit does register pretty close to that for calories burned. So if I'm looking to lose weight, subtracting about 500 calories from that leaves me with just over 1,800 calories a day. I also try to hit my protein goal of about 120 grams, give or take. Then um, she gives a couple options or examples of what she eats in a day. Um, totaling about 1,793. So taking that into consideration, what do you recommend that I focus on going forward? I definitely think I can tighten up my diet a bit. Um, that is tough mentally. Any other tips? Thanks so much. All right, so there's a few things that uh, I wanna go over with this, uh, this email. My iPad's about to die, so I hope that it makes it through this video. But anyways, um, first thing would be, when you're tracking the BMR and it gives you your calorie intake, so your basal metabolic rate, what you're gonna burn at rest if you were just sitting, blinking, breathing, that's your BMR. Um, multiplying, there's a calculation that you could do for your activity level. So if someone's training five days a week, 
five days a week, multiple times a day, six, seven days a week. There's different calculations you would use to find out what you would need to take in to gain, uh, to, to maintain your body weight. And then with that calculation, if your goal is to lose weight, we would want to subtract anywhere from maybe three to 500 calories. And that could be through dietary intake or through exercise output. So activity levels so that you're actually burning those calories. There is maybe a 20% margin for mistake with the calculation as well. So it's not perfect. It doesn't take into account your, um, not your BMR, uh, your, your metabolism. So you could have a twin sister, twin brother. You guys are, are genetically fairly similar. Um, and then if your, your metabolisms could be a lot different though. Um, you could be approximately the same weight, the same height, uh, activity levels might be similar, but metabolism could be different. So that's something to take into account too. The reason we would use, we were using the BMR equation and the activity level is to give you a baseline, a, a mark to try to hit, because there were some people that were taking in either way too many calories or way too few calories. This gives us a number to try to hit, and then from there, if you're doing it consistently for two to three weeks and you're seeing positive results and changes, you know you're headed in the right direction, keep doing what you're doing. You'll probably hit a plateau at some point and that's when you got to tweak and if you're wanting to kind of go that extra distance and be a bit more strict with your diet, then you'd end up having to do that. Some people are willing to do that, some aren't. Um, so with that in mind, I would definitely say try to stay as close to the numbers as possible. Don't do it for like three to five days and then say, oh, it's not working. It does take time to change your body's metabolism and how fast you're burning calories, what you're using. Um, with the numbers not changing on the scale, that should definitely be something that uh, you, you can lose muscle, or sorry, you can lose body fat gain muscle and not see any changes on the scale. It's good that she ended up putting in, she doesn't feel like she's making a whole lot of changes in her clothing. That's another way to think about it. Um, if you're wearing jeans and stuff, say the jeans are getting tighter in the thighs and the butt, but the waist is looser, that's gonna be, that's a positive thing I would, I would suggest, I would think, but uh, not everyone might think that way. Um, so it does show that you are making changes, you are gaining lean muscle mass, thighs, glutes, stuff like that. Um, but the, the waistline is maybe a little bit, um, you know, maybe a little looser. Or if it is a little more snug, then you gotta look at how much activity you're putting in. It doesn't say exactly how many days a week you're training. Um, it says I'm trying to make it to the 6 a.m. classes. So if you're only, you know, making it to two or three classes a week, um, that might not be enough for what you're taking in calorie wise throughout the week. So if you're eating out once a week, um, being cognizant of how much you're taking in as well can be a huge, huge um, impact. So if you're going out and you're, you're indulging, you're like, hey, I've been good all week. And then you go up to a restaurant, you eat, order something that's going to be like, higher in, in fats and calories, um, you know, something a little bit more, you've been staying really good, really tight all week with your, with your diet and eating habits, but then you go and indulge and maybe that meal that you're taking in is 3,000 calories or 4,000 calories with dessert and alcohol. Also mentioned Jets games. Um, so when they're in the playoffs, if you're going out and you're having you know, multiple beers and you're probably not having beer and broccoli together. You're probably indulging in some like chips and other stuff. 
those calories are gonna add up fairly quickly. So you might eat really well throughout the day and you're like, hey, I only took in like, you know, 1500 calories today, but then you add a couple beers on top of that and maybe some chips or nachos or whatever, that's gonna bump that up big time as well. So that's something you wanna be kinda pay attention to. Um, if you are having, you could figure it out, you know, if you're having beer and stuff like that, um, how many calories you're taking in and the carbs and all that, you could probably even put that into, I've never tried putting alcohol into my fitness pal, but I'm sure it's probably in there. Um, and that'll give you an idea of how much extra calories you're taking in. But if you're just munching off of a plate of like nachos or something like that, you don't really know how much you're taking in. The calories in the chips, the calories in the, uh, the excuse me, cheese and, and whatever additives there are on top of there and dressing and, and stuff like that, bacon, whatever. So you might be taking in like an extra six, seven, eight hundred thousand calories easy with indulging, you know, while you're watching a Jets game and stuff like that. So keeping that stuff in mind um, could tip the scales very easily. So say there's, you know, three games a week over the playoffs and you're, you know, having a couple beers at each time, you're, you're snacking as well, and maybe they're not the best choices, maybe, you know, you're not having a veggie platter with it, um, no dressing, but maybe you're having like, you know, even not nachos, but some chips or some crackers and cheese or whatever, that stuff's gonna add up and it adds up super quick. So that's something to be uh, cognizant of. And if you're only making in two, three, 6 a.m. workouts a week, that might not be enough to offset what you need uh, to, to create that negative calorie balance and lose, lose weight. Um, so it doesn't mean you have to be strict. You don't have to eat like a pigeon. You don't have to starve yourself. There are people who have come to me and said like, I'm full all the time. I'm eating tons of food and I'm losing weight definitely a good situation to be in um, and, and you know staying away from the junk and the alcohol and stuff like that and saying oh I'm only having like one alcoholic beverage on the weekend or whatever limiting myself to that where I used to drink um, you know a couple couple drinks a night or something like that throughout the week and multiple on the weekend stuff like that is going to tip the scale in that that um, negative favor, and I don't mean negative as in weight loss, I mean negative as in you're probably gonna either maintain or gain weight because of that. So, um, just to kinda like um, break it down a little bit more, number one would be how much exercise output are you putting in? Are you training five to six days a week? If your goal is the weight loss, um, then it would, I would say, you know, definitely try to get in that five to six days a week consistently, make it a habit, go to bed early enough if you're doing the 6 a.m. workout, um, make sure that you have your post-workout snack, some people snack a little bit, uh, have something before the workout in the morning, I'm someone, if I do an early workout, I gotta have something in my body, whether it's a piece of toast and peanut butter and a banana or something like that, um, and then afterwards, have your breakfast, have your, you know, three eggs and, uh, and some avocado and some spinach that you threw in the pan and uh, and put in their coconut oil and a, a orange pepper something like that so that would be like my post-workout like breakfast so something that's gonna be super filling that I'm gonna feel great with uh, afterwards and it's gonna give a good lasting effect because of the protein and the fat um, and then some carbs to help recover so make sure you're getting in those five six workouts a day um, not five, six a day, sorry, five, six a week, my bad. And then if you're gonna get out and do some biking and, uh, or some, you know, a walk or something like that at night, that's definitely gonna help. So you wanna make sure that calorie expenditure is up there. 
Um, calorie intake, once again, look at how much you're taking in. If you're indulging a lot, if that, you know, one, uh, one dinner out a week is going to be like two, three, four thousand calories, which it very, very well could be, really look and see what you're taking in and is that, is what you're going to eat going to help get you towards your goal? If the answer is yes, well, go ahead and do it. If you're, if the answer is no, if, you know, keeping in mind a pound of fat is worth 3,500 calories, if you end up taking in that meal that's like 4,000 calories and you only hit the gym twice that week, you're going to be in a positive energy balance, so you're going to have an excessive amount of calories for that week. It's not something that you want. So I'm not saying you have to be super strict, but being conscious of what you're taking in, making sure that I think weighing and measuring is going to give you the best idea of what um, of what you're taking in and to, to be conscious and consistent of it because consistency is going to get you there. Um, I, I went back to weighing and measuring uh, food a bit and I was shocked because what I was taking in previously, um, I had thought was appropriate serving sizes and then when I started measuring out like my cashews and stuff like that that I was throwing in um, my Greek yogurt and sometimes I'll have at night uh, before bed of Greek yogurt and some cashews and some frozen berries, I'll just kind of thaw them, throw them in there, a uh, teaspoon of honey and a little bit of um, cinnamon. So I'll have that and uh, when I kind of weighed and measured um, you know, the cashews that I was taking in, it was like, wow, I was having like three times the amount of serving um, that, that I should be instead of, you know, what, what would have been an appropriate serving size. So stuff like that is going to add up on the, the fat side of things, which is higher in calories, which will add to a positive intake in, uh, in calories, which is what you, you know, essentially don't want if you're trying to lose weight. So. Um, Get in those workouts. Make sure that your eating habits are dialed in. You should not be starving. Uh, you should be full. The more you eat good food, the more it's going to the the lower calorie content it has, um, but it is more more filling. So um, when you're eating stuff like a spinach salad and um, you're having stuff like sweet potatoes and chicken or salmon or whatever, definitely a staple that Lori and I have quite often. Um, Throughout the week, we change up the protein sources, we change up the carb sources and stuff like that, but we're very consistent with what we're eating. Um, it takes a lot of that to build up a high amount of, of calories. So if I wanted to have a 2,000 calorie meal of like spinach and salmon and sweet potatoes, it's gonna be a hell of a lot of food to, to get there to that 2,000 calories. Versus you could go to, McDonald's or like a fast food place and you can get like a small, you know, a burger, some fries and a milkshake or something like that and already be at like 1500 calories. So um, keeping that in mind, I know you're not, you know, going out and indulging and going to, to uh, you know, McDonald's for food and stuff like that. I've seen some of the stuff that you're posting on Instagram and your, your food looks amazing. Um, but I would just really make sure that, you know, the, the calorie content is what you need. Um, and if you're doing it consistently for a number of weeks, the, the goal once again is to track and if you're seeing positive results, like you're headed in the right direction, keep doing what you're doing. Don't tweak and don't change it then. If you're seeing good results, you're feeling good, uh, you're recovering well, you're, you're resting, 
then definitely keep going with it. If you're like, holy shit, I've been doing this for like three weeks and I'm not seeing any changes, that's when it's time to tweak. That's when it's time to start either upping your exercise activity or tweaking your eating habits. Um, I'm gonna say with the eating habits, that's probably gonna give you more bang for your buck than adding more exercise, um, but it does come down to tracking once again. If you're only working out twice a week, you're gonna get limited results from that. Training five, six times a week and still not seeing the results you want, it's definitely on the diet side of things. So getting that tightened up a bit, once again, doesn't mean you have to eat like a pigeon, doesn't mean you have to starve yourself. You should be full, you should be having meals that like fill you up and uh, you know, take your time to eat, don't scarf it down. Um, just so that your body can absorb those things. Make sure that you're, you're chewing your food and not just like throwing it in your mouth, couple chews and then swallowing it. Like literally liquefy it in your mouth so that when it does get down into your abdomen, um, your body's gonna absorb it. That's gonna be able to uptake all those nutrients um, and, uh, and the macros easier rather than having to like try to break, break the, that stuff down uh, even more. So. Hopefully that helps. Um, I would definitely, you know, just just be consistent. And if your, you know, calorie content is is really high one day and low the next, and high and low and low and low and high, it's not. It's going to be tough to monitor that and then make changes based on that. Make sure you have consistency in your habits, and then you can tweak from there. Because if you're consistently inconsistent, it's going to be a hell of a lot tougher to make changes and then see if you're headed in the right direction or not. Hopefully that helps. If anyone else has any questions, please send them my way. I uh, love answering questions because I'm sure if you have questions, someone else might have the exact same question and just doesn't want to ask it. So thanks everyone for listening. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast, everyone, hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning and Stark CrossFit. If you have any ideas of anyone you would like to hear from on our show, please send us a direct message on either Facebook or Instagram, and we will try our best to get them on the show. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you're all a little bit better than yesterday.